0: And today I want to talk to you about a sermon called Rise, Rise in Christ's authority, embracing our divine Call." So today we want to explore really quickly uh, the extraordinary authority we have in Christ. And so I take the word rise, which talks about reign, inspire, stand, and empower. And there's often two types of Christians, right? People who are so heavily minded, they're no earthly good, Right. Their cable gets cut off, their internet cuts cut off, they think George Bush is still president. They don't know what's going on. And there's also some Christians who are so earthly minded, they know heavily good. They know everything about politics. They watch, you know, Fox News all day, CNBC all day. They can argue you down. They know that this stock split and Warren Buffett did this and this person died. And they know everything, but they don't, they can't read the tea leaves. They don't know what's going on in the spirit. And we need Christians who are both who could grab the Bible and grab the newspaper and read the newspaper through the lens of the Bible. Charles Spurgeon once said, time is short, eternity is long, and the only, that it is only reasonable that this short life be lived in the light of eternity. Rick Warren says, to make the best use of your life, you must never forget two truths. First, compared with eternity, life is extremely brief. Second, earth is only our temporary residence. You won't be here long, so don't get too attached. I want to give you a text scripture for you to think about this week. Colossians 3.2. Let heaven fill your thoughts. Don't spend your time worrying about things down here. And then one of my, I love Colossians and Ephesians. And then Ephesians 2.6 says, for he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in heavenly realms because we are united with Christ Jesus. Pastor Bill Johnson, and he he's the pastor of Jesus Culture, and he's the pastor of Bethel, right? He said this in his book, Hosting the Presence. I can't afford to live in reaction to darkness if I do Darkness has a role in setting the agenda for my life. The devil is not worthy of such influence. Even in the negative, Jesus lived in response to the Father, and I must do the same. That's profound. Frank Viola, my favorite author, says, Jesus Christ is God's rule, and Jesus Christ is God's presence. Wherever Christ is, there is the kingdom. Pastor Tony Evans, oh, he's phenomenal in Texas, says, you are not fighting for victory. You are fighting from victory. The battle has already been won. So I want, I want to plant the seed in you to be a kingdom optimist. The pessimist sees difficulty in every opportunity, but the optimist sees opportunity in every difficulty. Dr. Mike Murdoch says, a problem world is a champion's paradise. It's not, and, and you may say that, like, Pastor Ed, man, I wish I would have learned this 20 years ago. Man, I'm like 62 right now. I'm like 57 right now. I'm the big 5-0 right now, Pete Panella, right? But listen, it's never too late. You must, it's never too late to learn and implement these principles. The best. There's a Chinese proverb. It says, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago, but the second best time is right now. Right now, and Chinese said, right now, papa. <laughs> so we're going to take the word rise, right? And we're going we're gonna to do little hand, hand stuff, right? Rise, put on your crown, inspire from your heart to your hands out, stand, power pose, and empower, palms lifted up, right? All right, we're going to do it again. We're going to do it again, right? We're going to do a bodywood dance afterwards, right? Rise, put on your crown, inspire from your heart to the hands out, Stand power pose and empower. palms lifted up. All right, you got it. That's the whole sermon. Good night. No, All right, rain, put on your crown. Romans 5.17 says, for the, for the sin of this one man, Adam. Oh, okay, this scripture is profound. Okay, I'm going to read it again. For the sin of this one man, Adam, caused death to rule over many. But even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of righteousness for all who received it will live in triumph over sin and death through this one man, Jesus Christ. So the statement I hope sticks with you. In Christ, we are not mere spectators, but active participants in God's kingdom. And one of the ways to reign, to put on our crown, to walk in authority, is to participate in prayer and worship. Athanasius says Christians, instead of arming themselves with swords, extend their hands in prayer. Tony Evans said, "Simply defined, prayer is earthly permission for heavenly interference." Oh, I'm going to say that again. Simply defined, prayer is earthly permission for heavenly interference. I wish I had time to talk about um, Homer's The Odyssey, but in prayer. But I'm not, I'm not going to go there. All right. Matthew chapter six, verse five through six. Jesus says, when you pray, don't be like the hypocrites. We love to pray publicly on street corners and in the synagogue where everyone can see them. I tell you the truth, that that is all the reward they will ever get. But when you pray, not if you pray, but when you pray, go away by yourself, shut the door behind you and pray to the Father in private. Then your Father who sees everything will reward you. Matthew 7, 7 says, keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. Right now, these are the two secrets to a powerful life in God, walking in God's authority. Pray consistently by yourself in the secret place so God can reward you publicly and keep praying, and after you pray, seek God's answers, and once while knock on some doors with some authority, confidence, and competence. Prayer is the place where we win or lose our fight. God intends for us to have victory. Prayer gives us peace that could lead to prosperity and progress. Did you know that you can't see your reflection in boiling water? Just like that, when consumed by anger, it's difficult to see the truth clearly. Prayer levels out the water. All right, so we get R. Now let's look at inspire, right? Hand to the heart to the out. Second Peter 2.12 says, Be careful to live properly among your unbelieving neighbors, that even if they accuse you of doing wrong, they will see your honorable behavior. They will give honor to God when he judges the world. Proverbs 11.30 the seeds of good deeds become the, a tree of life. A wise person wins friends or wins souls. Our life in Christ should inspire others towards righteousness. In, le- in leading faithful faith-filled actions and words, we have to be the salt, right? The flavor, the medicine, the preserving, preserving agent, and to make people thirsty for the living water and the light, the shine, the beacon, the attract, the reflect, right? So, we should live so compellingly in Christ that our life demands an explanation. Like, what's so different about you? Right? Francis, uh, Pope, uh, Francis of Assisi says, preach the gospel at all times when necessary. use S, stand, right? Power pose. They was some research on power pose um, and how it's good for many people. First Corinthians 15, 57 through 58 says, but thank God he gives us victory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus Christ. So my dear brothers and sisters, be strong and immovable. Always work enthusiastically for the Lord, for you know that nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. Oh, that's a memory scripture for somebody. Somebody needs to screenshot this and read this scripture 33 times this week. So we, in Christ, we stand on our victory, right? Tony Evans says, you are not fighting for victory. You are fighting for... From victory, the battle has already been won. One. See, listen, there's a difference. For or from, there's a difference maker, right? Fighting for victory victory means you're trying to win something you don't have yet. Fighting from victory means you are starting with a win already in hand. You know who you are, whose you are, where you going? <laughs> the last is E, empower, right? Hands up, lift. Hebrews 10.24, I love this scripture. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. Let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. We need to empower others in Christ. That's our call. Paul, like Christ, we should uplift and encourage, right? Simon Sinek, great, great, he has a great mind. Right. I'm talking about leadership. And the way he says about leadership, all those want to be managers and leaders understand this. Most people think leadership is about being in charge. Most people think leadership is about having all the answers and being the most intelligent person or the most qualified person in the room. The irony is that this is the complete opposite. Leadership is about empowering others to achieve things they did not think possible. Leadership is about pointing in the direction, the articulation, a vision of the world that does not yet exist, then asking help from others to ensure that this vision happens, right? So when we learn to empower others, right, to inspire and empower, we can learn to kind of monetize that for career direction and career growth as well. Edith Wharton said, there are two ways of spreading light to be the candle or the mirror that reflects it. So it's important that we are in a, in a, in a mindset of a servant, in a mindset of empowerment, because self obs- so too many times people get self-obsessed, and self-obsession leads to self-deception, which leads to self-destruction. Pete, that sounds like a Kairos one song. Self-destruction, all right. And Spurgeon, right, Charles Spurgeon wrote in a sermon, in A Way for a Honey, Our infirmities become the black velvet in which the diamond of God's love glitters all the more brightly, right? So continue to trust God. Even if you're going through things, trust God and be of service. So I'm going to plant the seeds to make you a kingdom optimist. Like I said earlier, the pessimist sees difficulty in every opportunity. But if you're a kingdom optimist and you walk with hope, the optimist sees opportunity in every difficulty. So conclusion, rain, right rise, reign the crown, inspire, heart out, stand, power pose, and empower, lift up. 2 Timothy 1, 7, for God has not given us the spirit of fear and timidity, but of love, power, love, and self-discipline. Remember, let's embrace this divine authority that we have to live out the fullness of our calling in Christ. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your words in 2 Timothy 1, 7, reminding us that we are not bound by fear, but empowered by your uh, spirit of power, love, and self-discipline. Lord, as we step out today, help us live out this divine authority. May we embrace our call in Christ to rise, to reign in our authority and in your wisdom to inspire others through your love, to stand firm in faith and empower those around us within the bounds of your love and grace. Empower us to be courageous in our faith, loving in our interactions, discipline our walk with you. Let us be agents and ambassadors of your love, inspiring and uplifting those in me, pointing everybody to Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. and We say amen and amen. Praise the Lord.